Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I've been getting a lot of emails actually from people, mainly students in the past, no, over the past number of days and they're trying to find accommodation. They've started the college term, some of them, and they can't get anywhere to live. Charlie is with us. Charlie is one of them. Charlie, you're commuting now. Uh, I am commuting, yes, to Trinity from Offaly. So what's the, dif- the distance daily then? Uh, I don't know about the distance, but it's about four hours of commuting a day. How do you commute or what's your commute? So I take a train and then I have to take the Lewis to uh, get to my university. So four hours return up and down? About four hours, depending on the day and uh, traffic. How, when you started the hunt, the accommodation hunt, um, just no options, was it? It was a combination of no options and also the, the cost of options. Um, I don't qualify for SUSE. Uh, so as a result, like I don't have that extra boon. And college itself is expensive. Everything that comes with college is expensive. Uh, I'm doing a course that requires uh, health checks and guard of vetting. So that in itself is expensive too. So it all kind of adds together. And as a result, options that are like 800 euro a month a thousand a month is just not accessible to me and I know many other people my age that's just not accessible. Is that sort of the going rate when you were looking at places? Yeah and it still kind of is I mean actually most things these days are kind of you end up looking at digs and that's like 230 a week I've seen it go up to 400 euro a week and just Monday to Friday. Just Monday to Friday would you consider digs? I would. I, I if if it gets too difficult, I may have to consider digs, or I don't know what other option I may have. Unfortunately, is this your first year? This is yeah. I yeah. just got in. Um, as a result, I knew about the accommodation crisis since like it started, and as a result, I and many of my classmates we were considering going to colleges closer to us. For example, Athlone. Um, and I know many of my classmates did actually end up going to Athlone just because of the accommodation issue. Yeah, you see, and, and uh, like it's dicta- you know it dictates now nearly where people go to college, but it's the whole experience, Charlie, and and the crack and the living away from home, you know, of being in college. Like you, you're, you know, I'm sure you're not getting to experience that to the same extent. Oh, exactly, and there's just there's a real. Uh, kind of damper on your social life as well, like the social aspect of like student life. Like we we come from a COVID generation where already our social life has been so impacted by COVID, and our social skills kind of been I guess affected as a result of COVID and not being able to see people and talk to people in the same way. And now to have this additional blow on our social lives, it's it's really it's kind of just depressing. Are you enjoying college? Uh, I do. I like, I love my campus and I like that at least it's in the middle of town. I kind of, I'm not, I got lucky, but um, I got my first choice university, but my second choice was UCD, which would have uh, added maybe another hour or so onto my commute time. Yeah. You were nearly lucky you didn't get it then. Do you know for yeah. that? Yeah, for just to avoid, I mean, you're you're already four hours commuting as, as it is. What, what about you, Sam? What's your daily commute? Um, so I'm actually up in UL in Limerick. Um, I actually got accommodation eventually. Um, so I was kind of, I was in bother for most of 
the the summer we were kind of all a bit panicky. All me and my friends, we all had nothing. Um, and around I suppose around June time, um, after checking, we were on daft nearly every day because we didn't we didn't get student accommodation unfortunately, and so we were kind of just checking the uh, the rental market in Limerick. Um, like I said, constant checking daft, and eventually we got a, a viewing for for the house. Um, me and five other friends. Um, so I travelled up from Waterford, which about a two-hour trip up to Limerick to view the house. Um, and they were doing viewings every five minutes for the house. Um, I knew a lot of the people who were viewing the house as well because we were all in similar situations. Um, and then after the landlord told us to look around the house, he basically just told us that he was going to be pulling names from a hat and that he later, or he'd let us know later on in the evening. Um, we never heard anything back. Then the next day, still had heard nothing back. So I gave him a ring, and they said they'd pull the names out of a hat, and still had heard nothing back. So I kind of just assumed then that the house was gone, yeah, and that we hadn't hadn't much of hope from there, you know. So, so how did it finish up? Um, eventually, um, one of my friends actually found a house um, from someone he knew, and offered me a room, and it's about. It's about a 40-minute walk from college, so I had to drive up this weekend, bring up the bike, and I'll be cycling in and out of college. So, to be honest, compared to a lot of my friends, I got quite lucky yeah. because the majority of my friends are sleeping on couches in other people's houses. That I've, you know, I've good, good friends who've bought up um, air mattresses, and people are commuting. It's it's a bit of a nightmare up here, really. So, do you have people basically squatting then with you, sir? Uh, we don't because we're about forty minutes from the college. But <laughs> any of my friends, yeah, any any of my friends who are like who have student accommodation, most there'd be people on the couches, people in rooms. Like I know two of my friends are in someone else's room with just a blow up mattress, sleeping on the floor. You know, so they obviously don't have their own wardrobe, any of that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare, isn't it? I know. Yeah, I know. What about um, Mohammed is on the line too? Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. Did you like you? You had to defer a place, is that right, Mohammed? Yeah, um, like everyone else here, I started my accommodation homes like quite early in the year, so like January, February, um, and it even kind of impacted what I put down somewhat on my CEO. But I applied for student accommodation, and I was hoping to go to UCC, and that would have been my kind of dream college, even though it is quite a commute from mail. Um, but I looked for a student accommodation back in the end of February, and I didn't get that. And I started looking at other options then. Like, it's very hard as well, because you don't know if you're going to get into that college as well. But I, anyways, I started looking at digs um, on Facebook on Facebook, and um, daft.ie. But a lot of those, again, are either really far away or they ha- even they have a lot of restrictions like a lot of them wouldn't want first year students it would be postgraduate students only or um, final year students only so again that wasn't really feasible for me and then the private student accommodation market is just crazy expensive like a single room for 450 euro a week in Cork like right. it was crazy prices like something you just can't afford there's probably no bills Mohammed either is it no, like, it, there were so many added costs besides rent as well. So, like, even students who are working part-time, like, I've been working part-time since transition year, um, and I'm on sub-minimum rate as well. So 
how is someone meant to afford kind of going to college, paying rent when they are, even if they're working part-time, they can't afford it because they're beyond sub-minimum rates. Well, like €1,800 Euro for the student accommodation and no bills. And I, I imagine that student accommodation, it's probably still, even at the, I know at that price, it's probably still full, is it? Yeah, people, because people are desperate at especially for the week in the run-up of colleges opening, people just can't find anywhere. And then that burden is put on pa- parents and families um, to kind of pay that. Um, but I, I just couldn't afford that, and I don't want to put that burden on my family. And again, mm. it's a lot of that. But those private student accommodations have a lot of unnecessary things as well, like who needs a bowling alley in the student accommodation or a cinema room? So I think a lot of the student accommodation being built now is not purpose-built um, or affordable. It's, a, it's a, very much catered to international students, I think, who don't know better and will buy or go and rent a place in those student accommodations. But right now, like, we really do need purpose-built student accommodations. There's just not enough of it out there, and that is affordable. So... You, you you made the decision then to defer. Yeah, um, so I got my first choice in UCC and I just wasn't going anywhere with accommodation and I had been looking for a few months as well and like going over to Cork, like viewing a place, even that's expensive as well because I'm based in Mayo. Um, so I was just like, I'm going nowhere with accommodation and I think for me the best option was just to defer and kind of work throughout the year and kind of save up for accommodation um, so that's what I decided in the end So are you back home now in, in Mayo when you're working? Yeah um, so I'm currently at home so it's kind of disappointing because a lot of your friends are kind of starting college moving on and yeah. you're still stuck in your town um, and then I'm trying to gonna, I'm going to look for a new job as well because where I am is like sub-minimum rates again which I think is a huge issue as well like I'm on nine euro an hour like a coffee in most places these days costs over five euro so it's very hard I'm sure it was hard though for you to defer your college place over this I'm sure it was a difficult yeah it was it was very it was difficult because I had been like the two years I've been like working towards this moment like I was so eager to just get out of secondary school so I was I was just so excited to go to college and like move out of home um, but I know a lot of students are in similar positions as me so I think that kind of gives me the peace of mind um, and I'm just grateful that I kind of did get my first yeah. choice as well so yeah. hopefully well, I it hope all it works out I hope it works out for you next year Mohammed for, for sure you know when you're able able to get somewhere sorry Charlie did you say sorry was the student accommodation um, what was the price of that in Dublin when you looked uh, so I applied for Trinity accommodation I got waitlisted because there's such a demand but it was looking at I think at the cheapest 5,700 for eight seven eight months for um, seven or eight months all kind of was paid in one slot as well and that's okay. not counting utilities. Um, but it all went all the way up to about, I think at one point, 11,000 I saw. Which was insane. Yeah. You'd want a golden bowling alley for that. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's 
kind of discouraging as well because I know so many people who have worked so hard the last two years or longer to try and get their first choice university and then like Mohammed either have to defer or commute for long hours just to be able to have some kind of university life. So yours, yeah, yours is working out about seven or eight hundred quid nearly. It seems very expensive in Cork at eighteen hundred, I would think. But I suppose if that's the price and people seem to be paying it, even still, it seems to be quite full. Um, I've got Kate, I think, on the line. Do you know what? I'll take a short break. 1800 453 106 is the number. If you're struggling to get student accommodation, let me know. And aside from that, actually, if you're somebody who's operating digs or you ha- you know, you, you do digs in your house, because I've messages in and texts in from people here in WhatsApp that are telling me that they're actually struggling to even get digs in certain parts and particularly around Dublin. So look, if that's something that you do, give us a shout, let us know and we can maybe see about putting you in touch with some of the people here. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Kate, you got in touch about the accommodation. You're you're struggling with student accommodation. Yeah, so at the moment I'm currently living with my granny after looking for student accommodation for about two years now. Um, so, you know, I got scammed by a landlord last year and that was a bit tough. And then every other place I've tried to contact, they, the big issue I find is they never get back to you. You know, you apply and then they kind of just ghost you for a while and then you figure, well, I'll just move on now because they haven't even told me that I could move in or anything like that. This is with with private landlords? Yeah, with private landlords, yeah. And did you lose out in money when you say you got scammed? Yeah, so I, I think I lost um, almost a grand. Um, so I had paid the deposit and first month's rent and then just nothing. I wasn't told when I could go move in or just no contact. I just cut contact as soon as I paid that. I presume you never got the money back. Uh, no, I didn't get the money back. So now, so you're in your second year then? I'm in my fourth year. Or fourth now. year, apologies. So, so what's what's your situation now? I'm currently living with my granny, um, but uh, she needs a full time carer. Um, because I'm living in the house, I'm considered a full time carer. So that means that they're not able to get a carer in for her, uh, which is why, like, the main thing that's pushing me to move out at the moment. Um, aside from trying to get my own space as well, it, it's just an issue of while I'm in the house, you know, I don't really have anywhere else to go. And while I'm in the house, I'm in the way of her getting what she needs medically, you know. And Were you living with her, in, with your granny initially, Kate, because uh, how close it was to the college? Was that the initial? No. So I started college in my parents' house, but then I um, I had to move out of there. So then I ended up being between friends' houses. Uh, for most of last year and then this year I moved up to my granny's because she needs someone in the house constantly. Okay and that's now preventing your gran from being able to get someone in for full-time help? Yeah so now currently the the only help that she gets is uh, they come in at about 10 o'clock in the morning and then they leave at 11 so that's about the only help she gets at the moment. So is it a far commute for you every day then from your grannies? 
No, for my grannies, thankfully, she's just across the road from DCU. Um, but the issue for me is that I have to spend so much time with her um, that I'll be coming back at my lunch breaks and I'm not getting to spend as much time on campus that I'd hope to. And as well, when I'm studying, I don't get to study in like the library or anything like that. I have to go home and study and, and keep an eye on her. So it's constantly between two things, you know. Texting from a listener who says my daughter is due to start college in Mary Eye in Limerick still has no accommodation uh, another listener we live in County Wicklow my son is going to ATU in Galway he can only get digs Sunday to Friday so overall then it means he can't get a part time job because he's not allowed to stay over the weekend all the accommodation over there is the same it's an absolute nightmare Mary says with regards to the idea of not being able to enjoy the full benefits of college life my friends yes very lucky living in Dublin but we were at home and still at a ball in college. Of course, it's not great travelling long distances from home to college, but you can still have a good time. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.